Oh, we're on. Guess I better pick up this Duva Lackey. Pick up the Duva Lackey. Picking up the Duva Lackey. If there's no presents under your tree, imagine if Santa's got ADHD. Crisscross will make you cringle. Crisscross will make you cringle. <laughs> okay, that one was quite good. Yeah, I'll pay you that one. That one's very, very nice. Slate it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to FM Fish ADHD for Grown Ups, the Christmas edition. How fed up are you of hearing these bells so right already? There's been too many this year, oh, to be fair. Christmas music's only been playing since like July, so we're good. Ooh. It's, it's, uh, just more enjoyable when the Christmas stuff comes out and then the Halloween stuff comes out. Yeah, I definitely think we should definitely have Christmas stuff out before Halloween. That's a double definitely, in case you were wondering. No, it should not be out before Halloween. I know some people don't do Halloween, but anyway, we won't go there on that one. How is everybody today? My name is Callie Barrett and I'm here with... Lachlan Barrett. This guy. This one. This guy. This fella. This fella. I'm peering at you through all the cables. You are. I was noticing that. You are weirdly staring at me today. Right. What's that? Peeking. What's happening? Peeking duck. Why? Well, can't, what you doing? Can't see any other way unless what I look through doing? something. What you doing? What you doing? So, Christmas shopping? Know. What does Santa have to say about the whole what thing? What does Santa have to say? Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. He's predictable, that fella. You can tell I found um, a bunch of special effects, can't you? He is predictable. Ones. Never yep. says anything else. Yeah. Oh, jolly Saint Nicholas. Yeah. Um, so, um, what are we going to talk about today? Christmas. Well, I think it's Christmas. We, yeah, Christmas we, this edition. is going to be our Christmas edition, yeah. So we'll just bring up some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we kick it off with a bone I've got to pick with you? Oh, really? Okay. Yep. You got a bone. Got a bone. Go on then, go got for it. Got a bone. Go for the bone. Um, so, 11 years in, mm-hmm. and I just learned something this week. What? Um, your drawers don't go socks jocks. <laughs> no, of course they don't. All drawers should go socks jocks. No. No, you go knickers, sorry, British, undies, underpants, whatever country you're calling from, the things you wear on your bum, well, bum and your bits. The reason why, bits. so here's the thing, do you know why most people go socks jocks? Well, I'm. we're going to have to actually poll the listeners, I think, on this one, so you'll have to tell us, fthenfisher.gmail.com, do you put your drawers in order of socks jocks, jocks or jocks and socks? Or do they just don't care? You don't even have any drawers or your shit's just on the floor. We're going to have to do another reel on this, aren't we? Yep. It's going to be like the knives, fork, spoon gate all over again. I'm going to practice my dancing. Yeah. But socks jocks. Should because we tell people what we're here for? No. The reason for the socks jocks is apparently for those people who have manky feet because they never wash them, mm-hmm. put your socks on so you keep your toe jam out of your flappy bits. What? Yeah, because you otherwise are. you're just putting your knickers, whatever, over your feet and you're dragging that up into your cracks and slacks. I don't... What? Yep. Uh, That's the thing. I don't have words. What are you... T- are you, are you thinking about that you touch your boxes, your jocks, with your feet? No, my socks go on first. But I clean but my feet. But when your socks... I clean my feet. when your f- socked feet go through your... Jocks, 
do they touch your jocks? I mean, unless you're like the world's best capable person of, if there's always a time where you catch it. All right, so. Nicholas and then you do that undies. fun thing. You do that fun thing where you kind of think you've got it and then you get caught and then you half fall. Everyone's uh, yeah, done it. Yeah, we've all done that, yeah. Bang into um, a cupboard or a wall or your face. But undies and stuff, though, they have a really wide hole for your foot. So you wouldn't put, you wouldn't I mean, I don't anyway. need to know about your really wide hole. Because <laughs> my. You're bad. My boxes are, you know, they're streamlined. Bailey's Merry Schmishmash. Happy Bailey's month. Happy Bailey's. I think this is like third bottle. Not tonight. This is the second bottle. We bought one pre-Christmas and it didn't even make December. Yeah, it didn't last. So anyway, even if you did have to put your socks on first for the weird toe jam reason you just talked about. Ew. Why why does it make a difference what drawer, drawer they're in? Surely, I would think because you get socks should be at the bottom because they're where your feet go. Your feet are at the bottom. No, because you get dressed from top down, and uh, so you mm. grab the top drawer first thing. No. Yeah. All right. So the way I always used to do it, and always the small drawers at the top and the big drawers at the bottom. So you're not going to fill a big drawer full of your yeah, socks, exactly. are you? But we always used to have like three drawer things. Unless you're a sock collector, and you would have so no, so it should go bras in the top. Then your knickers. The fuck am I putting bras in for? Well, you don't have to, but for girls, bras. I'd look good in a bra, I reckon. Well, I've got photos of you in one, so. Have I? Yup. Sweet. Did I look good? I mean, depends on your definition. There you go. That's a yes. So case closed. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyway, I don't know. Honestly, just wash your feet. I think that is the uh, that's the takeaway from that. Wash. Wash your your feet. feet. Make sure they're washed and tell us what order you put your stuff in. Yeah. Maybe it's all in the same drawer. Maybe some people just go for chaos. Just all in. All I bet you there's people out there who don't even roll their socks together. They just throw them in the drawer. Uh, Oh, stop it. You know, there are some people who actually don't. Yeah. What was that sentence? Do you know there's actually some people out there that actually don't? Yeah. (laughs) what value did you add then to I'm my previous so comment? I'm tired today. Did you I'm know, so actually, tired. in the whole world, there are some people who don't. That <laughs> they don't. just don't. Yeah. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Nah, yeah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, yeah. Nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, this is ADHD for grown-ups. Sorry, what's the name of our podcast? F them fish. ADHD for grown-ups. It is the podcast about ADHD for people with ADHD, people who know somebody with ADHD, or people who are just lucky enough to be going through the ADHD journey themselves. And we do have a lot of listeners who don't have ADHD. We know that because a lot of the messages we get um, are from people without ADHD, but who maybe are, have a partner with ADHD or growing audience of people with children with ADHD who we also have as well. And this is the insight into our life and how we're just getting it done. Absolutely not something you should use to diagnose yourself. We've had a few of those come up recently. Definitely do not diagnose yourself off this podcast. Please don't do that because all you'll be diagnosing yourself with is a bit of a dodgy marriage and a bad attitude. Strap yourselves in. Yeah. Have a little listen. And laugh your tits and flabby bits off oh, God. at our oh, we're going there ongoing today, bits and pieces oh, and how we do stuff. Lee, I don't even know. I don't even know. What's been going on this week? 
Let's so, talk about that. Can we just talk though, actually, before we do <laughs> I'm so tired. So talking about lack of sleep, mm-hmm. I received since the last episode the worst all-time booty call of my life. What? Yeah. Got woken up in the middle of the oh. night. <laughs> okay, hang on. Trigger warning here for my hairdresser. Right, go on. Got woken up in the middle of the night. Sorry, Mark. Yep. To some absolute moaning and groaning. Stop. All it had to do with was you'd had enough of those $600 hairdo that you had. I mean, they were technically 300 but yep, go. And were ready to cry the extensions out of your head with a pair of scissors on your own. Yep, that's where I was at. So, um, so right, okay, Mark, I am very sorry to my hairdresser because these, my hair has never looked so good with as it did with my beautiful hair extensions that I had. However, I did underestimate, I think, the se- the extent of my sensory issues and I overestimated my vanity. At least I know now where my line is. My line stops at having something that I can consistently be aware of. So I woke up at, I think it was like quarter to midnight and it, it was just before midnight, I think, and... I was like, that's it, I'm done, I can't sleep anymore and I can't deal with my hair extensions anymore, I need them off my head and basically proceeded to just have a meltdown, a full-on meltdown for an hour. Things involved was lots of swearing, lots of um, moving around, trying to, you know, do that thing where you just, you need to do something so you're like, you're moving around in the hope that that'll get whatever this weird energy is out. Were you hoping that by just continually... Just moving your body, you would dance the extensions off? No, I was hoping that I would get that, like the the feeling of my skin crawling that I was having, that that would, I would, I would work all that out and I'd be able to just distract myself from the feel of my hair extensions. Maybe I then that was crawling on YouTube skin, for like an hour. What if that crawling skin was just those toe bugs from your knickers oh, that you don't up. cover up crawling around? <laughs> You're dreadful. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I I was on YouTube for ages just seeing if it was possible to take your own hair extensions out, basically. It is not recommended, though. Um, so it ended up at quarter to one in, in the morning. I woke you up and I was like, are you awake? Are you I awake? Wasn't. Are you awake? I wasn't. Hey, are you awake? Are you awake? Are you awake? What? Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Oh, you're awake. <laughs> you're oh, awake. that's lucky. What are the chances? So that lady called the tradie and long story short. I armed I you must, with a pair I, of nails. I must, I must comment. The workmanship by Mark was beautiful. Mm-hmm. However. Mm-hmm. I went at your head with a pair of nail scissors, <laughs> delicately, a pair of pliers from the shed. and a pair of long nose pliers. And we didn't have a comb with a pointy taily thing on it, so I managed to find one of those ponytails. They're like plastic bendy things that you use to create that loopy ponytail thing. And yep. so, you know, another long story short. I am available for hiring if you are of hair wishing to remove your hair extensions. With a um, set of nail scissors. Nail scissors work quite well, though, because they were very pointy and thin. 
but I got the job done. But literally, as he walked into the ensuite, because I'd gone into the ensuite, as he walked into the ensuite, I was in there. I'd parted all my hair. I had it all up in a clip. And if he hadn't woken up, I was going to go at it myself, which would have been awful. I'd have I'd have cut patches into my hair, but that's how desperate I was to get them out. It was dreadful. I Unless you've ever been in a state of complete sensory overwhelm, it's impossible to describe the way no it felt. No hair or hair extensions were harmed. There were a, there were in, a lot of tears. In the undoing of those extensions. There were a lot of tears from me in the hour leading up to the hair extensions. What did I look like when you walked in? Did I look absolutely deranged? Like now, just a million times worse. What? You saying I look deranged now? I'm at a safe Am I going to punch you in your nose hole? Well, you try to get over here. To be fair, here. I'd lose my hand. You, you have a very large nose. I do have a large nose. It comes with, you know what they say about men with a large nose? Big foreheads. Big foreheads, that's true. I also have a large forehead. Mm-hmm. Now, this nose is called a boomerang once. Mm-hmm. Caught, and not by called. court, and by court, it just mm. basically got thrown. You got at smacked me. in the face with a boomerang. Yep, got thrown yeah. at me. Yeah, could have, I did duck, but my nose didn't get out of the way. Is that because it's so big? So big. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I don't have hair extensions anymore, and I have to say, my like my head feels a lot better, and I feel a lot better. But oh my goodness, I'm. I miss my hair that I had. It was wonderful having hair. So what I've decided I'm going to try and do, um, all the hairdressers, please quickly close your ears. Um, I'm going to try and get those wig clips that you get and see if I can convert them into um, like temporary, like removable hair extensions because they were $300. They weren't six because the 300 is how much I pay to get my hair dye, like the, my highlights and stuff. You know what you should do? And my haircut and stuff. Just name them because there was two because there was two colours. Just there were, but they're just, kind of just combined. Name them. There's no separating them. And from now on, just walk around holding onto one of them, combing it and talking to it. Side note. What? I also happen to look quite good with those hair extensions. I know. I'm going to post. I want to post those pictures. Just so you know, Mark. Although you've got your bobs out, so you might we might get kicked off Facebook. Probably not. On our men's nips are all right, aren't they? It's only girls' nips that aren't allowed on on uh, on social media. Maybe just put a smiley face on them. Nah, I'm nah, just going to leave them up there just and put see them up how there. much they don't I get kicked off. I look lovely with hair extensions. You do. Extensions. You look like you should be called Fabio. 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 With my blonde mullet. Yeah. It was full on, actually. It was, it was pretty beautiful. funny. It was beautiful. funny. $300 worth spending. Yeah. Well, I had beautiful hair for a whole week. I lived how the other half live. I was able to curl my hair and it stayed curly. It was beautiful. It was beautiful, but no. Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. I think it's that time of year, right? Like coming into Christmas. And that's what we're kind of going to talk about today. How to deal with the build up to Christmas as somebody with ADHD and as a parent of a child with ADHD. That's what we're going to talk about today. Do not expect to get expert advice from us. As we say all the time, we are not professionals. This is purely about the, our experience, but also about going down the multiple rabbit holes. Oh, talking about going down rabbit holes, Alice in Wonderland. We did that. That was fun. We did do Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I was Tweedledee, you were Tweedledum. Well, if we tell the story correctly, yet again... I put on a costume and then you copied me and changed into something identical but then told me to change my socks so that I matched you. Yeah, because I didn't have matching socks. But I did try 
to be I was trying to do the que- red queen thingo but my costume didn't work but I had like this awesome red and black corset but when I put it on I was like I just can't even with a top underneath it I just couldn't I felt like I just couldn't so that was why my red queen costume didn't really work um so I then I copied you I was going to do, um, I was going to go for like just being a card, but then when you came in and yours, you looked quite adorable. So I wanted to be like you. It's pretty standard. Mm. Adorable. You were, you did look adorable. Just rocking out some adorableness. Yeah. Hot tip. We should probably explain what Alice in Wonderland is first. Everyone knows about no. Alice in Wonderland. They know the story. But there is a, it's like a, an it's outdoor escape room. Escape room. Kind of. It's like scavenger hunt type it's thing. It's more but like you do scavenger it hunt. I wouldn't call I it an thought, escape room. I wouldn't have room. called it an escape room, but I'm pretty sure the promo said yeah. it was an escape room. But um, no, it was like scavenger hunt. It did last quite a long time. I mean, for us, we got lots of time penalties and they said it took us about three hours. So I think we had about half an hour's worth of time penalties, but about two and a half hours is about right. We did stop for ice cream. We did stop for coffee. Um... And we had a, a small child with us as well, so it took a bit longer. Um, and we had one of our amazing friends with us as well. She was a lot of fun, although I don't think she was quite prepared for how competitive <laughs> we are We were like, oh, my God, move! And she was like, um... Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Okay, we should probably um, leave that. For all of you, by the way, in the 40 countries just in case you didn't hear that's 40 40. how many have we got how do we say it in other languages can you say it in japanese or we can only do one to ten in japanese one to ten 40 countries we are truly an international podcast love it love 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 it were we We an international podcast when the first person overseas listened technically just took one person possibly i don't know but can we call ourselves a global international sensation? Global. Ooh, let's write our own PR. The global international sensation. I've just said literally that's like ATM machine, isn't it? By saying global and international, that's like ATM machine or rat test, isn't it? I don't know. The two words both mean the same thing. Global international sensation. The global podcast phenomenon. Lady with ADHD and her amazing other person. Dog? Cat? Oh. Okay, the oh you the funny guy with the ukulele. Do you mean you? Well, oh. you said adorable before. Well, no, I said your costume was adorable. Who saved <laughs> you when you <laughs> like my black beans stink? Oh, the black beans stank. Black beans when they go off smell so bad. They smell so bad. Black bean and gate. they make your whole house smell even when they're in the fridge in a sealed container and they've only been in there for two days and why have they gone off already stinky whole house the whole house stank so so far we've had toe jam (laughs) stinky black beans in a wide hole merry christmas So Lachlan has gone off to uh, go and see the small child and told me to pause, so I did. And then I thought, sod it. I'm just going to come back and chat to you guys while he's not here. Dog's going to wander around, click, click, clicking on the floor. Oh, much to say. He'll be back down in a minute, I suppose. Maybe we should have a musical interlude. And by the way, you know how we were doing that whole we're in 40 countries thing? I can't even remember what we were talking about. 
I also have like this mozzie bite that I swear to God, I could put a photo up if it didn't look so minging. But got a massive mozzie bite last night and it's huge. I've had antihistamines, I've put the suv on, I've got the stingos, I've been putting spit all over it because hot tip, as somebody who now lives in Australia, if you get a mozzie bite, the very best thing you can do, keep putting spit on it. Just keep putting it on. Every time it itches, put some spit on it. Put some spit on it. As in, don't actually spit on it, but put spit on your finger and then rub it on it. Honestly, do that about 12 times and the itch will go. Feliz Navidad. Do, 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 do. Feliz Navidad. Do, do, do. Feliz Navidad. Something annual felicidad. So we had all those things. Yes, we did. All those things things? in a tiny little space of time. You've forgotten because you just made a little video about spitting on yourself. I did. I did make a video. Put some spit on it. Yeah. Got a muzzy bite. Put a spit on it. Yeah. Put some spit (laughs) on it. Just if you got a muzzy bite, Felice Navi Dad, just put yeah, some spit on it. That was on the podcast. Just I was re- I just recorded some more on the podcast and while you were gone. Forgot all about the fact you were like, so we've got stinky beans. I I disappeared Dreadful. to put the kid to bed. You I'm sat, so sorry, everybody. You sat here spitting You've on yourself. You've taken the time out of your busy week to dial into our dialing oh, to dial oh, into this to listen to our podcast. And I'm not going to lie; it's almost like talkback radio, but you don't get anywhere near as much talkback. So please continue. Please send us messages. Ask us. You know what we haven't had for a little while? So it was like no back radio. Podcasts are like the best bit of um, of radio because you don't have to listen to the boring stuff. You're only listening to the radio stuff that you actually want to listen to, obviously without music, unless, you know, except for my singing. But, yeah, so um, I cannot remember what we were talking about. Where are we at in this chaos? Let's see if we can draw it back online and see if we can say something useful to people. Actually, I don't know. Do people... Let us know, guys. Do you dial in for anything? Or I keep saying dial in. Why am I saying dialing in? Nobody's dialing in. Do you join us to listen to things that are useful or just to listen to us talk shit? I mean, I don't know. Like, or the theme tune for the week. I got some feedback this week, Go just on. so you know. Have you not told me about this yet? No. Nope. Oh, cool. Tell me. It went like this. I'd stalk you on an escalator. Hey, what else happened this week? School concert. School concert happened. Yeah, that was so. A lot of nice. kids singing and dancing. I actually thought it about that afterwards so nice. because it when you think about one. like school is, you know, it's pretty full on when you're mm. a kid, and you don't realise just how much of a great time it is until you're no longer at school, mm. um, and how easy it is. But I was thinking about it, it kind of validates especially over here, for the six years they go to primary school before they go into high school. Is it only six? Yeah. It kind of validates, like it gives them their send-off, these kids for like getting to that next stage. And I was like, that was just like a really warm heart kind of moment. It really was. It was so nice. All of the kids in all of the years did amazing. And like I have to be honest, I had really, really low expectations, which may be the key going into it. But... I was expecting, after hearing so many um, people talking about how shit school concerts are and stuff, and maybe it's because she's currently in, well, technically year one, even though she's in year two. She's in 1.5. There's in, so we've had preschool, kindy, and then year one. And this is her, so this is her third year, really, at the school. And it's the first time they've been able to have a concert. 
because yeah, of COVID. Because of COVID. And so maybe that was why we um, enjoyed it so much. And it was lovely. We just went and we had a picnic and saw all our friends. And how nice was that? We just don't really see all our friends very often either. And it was just so chilled and relaxed. And it was after work, which was good. And it only went for an hour and a bit. And so, you know, everybody got up and everybody, they all did one song and one dance or something like that. And some of those kids brought it. Yeah. They were smashing it, dancing like they were sending off the school. Yeah, I loved it. It was so, so honestly, big ups to the school for that. Yeah, that was a wonderful, a wonderful experience. Kind of leads us in a little bit though to like, I guess, today's topic i mean we've been going for a little while already and well, we haven't quite unusual, got to the topic um well no i don't think people come in and they're not expecting an instructional podcast let's be honest they know it's going to be a journey to get there this is going to be on topic okay perfectly so, it kind of takes us into that whole thing about that lead up to christmas for people with adhd and for kids with adhd should we talk about people or kids first should we do kids because we're talking about school i feel like Chances are we're just going to jump back and forth. So let's just oh. say we're just going to talk. So, which is funny for a podcast, right? Mm, funny. Um, yeah. So I just think all kids at this point, like term four, for all parents. And so here in Australia, I should set the context for our um, beautiful international uh, listeners. Did I mention 40 countries? Oh, by the way, uh, neither Joanne McNally or Vogue Williams have actually been in touch yet. I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure it's on the list. Oh, um, I'm in constant contact with them all the with time. Spencer. Didn't are I you tell talking you? to Spencer all the time? No. You should. You should. I think no. I think you guys are. We've established really well. that. No. Anyway, so for our international listeners, um what am I explaining again? Can't remember. <laughs> that this is an ADHD podcast oh, yeah, and here four. we go. No, shush. So term four. So here in Australia, the way the school year goes, it literally goes January to or February by the time it starts. I to feel December. like every country goes well from january. here's where you're fucking wrong i'm not talking about school well i'm talking about school I'm and that's what about i january said coming because first. in the uk we actually have our big six-week holiday in june like july august and you go back you start the school year in september would that be because so, of the um seasons the way they're uh-huh. yeah probably because you have the six-week summer holiday yeah and so for us here we have the six-week summer holiday but it coincides with christmas and i think it lasts a lot more than six weeks so we have our big six-week thing coming up for christmas but i think that means that the fatigue by the end of the year is exacerbated by not just being term four not just being end of year but then you've got that whole psychological thing that goes with coming up towards December and everybody's exhausted and everyone on the radio or the telly or social media, everything is telling you you should be exhausted because it's the end of the year. And I think that's true for everybody. I think everybody is tired. I think um, from an ADHD perspective, for me, what happens is there's not many things that do this to me, but it pushes me into such a complete state of there's too much, I can't get it all done, that I do nothing, which is not ideal, which the, means that for Christmas, for us, we literally do very little. The thing that I love about ADHD now that I know what it is for you is mm. the quite evident, this is a family event, I want everyone to be involved, but don't touch my tree. Oh, no, that's not fair. That's entirely unfair. Look at the state of that fucking thing. 
kid did most of that. Yeah, but how no, much, last year how I much gave up pain, on that. Yeah, it puts how you in much a lot pain, pain did that put you yeah. in? And yeah. also I remember back when you tried you you know, you tried to include me into the tree thing. Yeah, I can um, deal with it from and, her. There's and, no excuse for And you me. were like, hey, yeah, help me with the tree. Yep, mm, you can no. put this up, just don't put it there. Yep. And don't put it there. Yep. And how about maybe if you put it here? Yep. Yep. But you get to do the star. Yeah, and just, you did, the kid handed you a few things. Actually, it was really lovely. So this year... Um, we have all of her advent books, so books that she's had over the years that, you know, you do like that every day. She gets new books. She loves books. I think we've talked about that before. And this year when we got them all out, I got the box and I just kind of piled them up for her and gave them to her. And she, literally she picked up every book and she gave it a cuddle and was just like, oh, my God, I've missed this book so much. And it was really adorable. And she did the same thing with all of the um, all of the special tree decorations she was so emotionally overwhelmed I just stood back and let her do it but last year I, I gave, gave up on the tree and I gave up on the tree I was just like you know what the very I need next to step day back or, we packed it away yeah I can't wait for the tree I always can't wait for stuff to go up and then I'm desperate for it all to come down the second Christmas is finished I'm surprised what are we are we 11 days in yeah we're 11 days in and I haven't had to rewire the tree yet. I know, bloody cats. Because the cats have not eaten it yet. Well, we bought that. I can't believe we just jinxed it now. Well, we bought that yeah. um, that little blankety thing to go around the bottom, didn't we? Tree skirt, blanket thing, whatever. I don't know what they call it a skirt. It's on the ground. It's like yeah. a tree carpet. Yeah, I know. Tree rug. It's like a tree rug. Yeah. Um, but I've actually come to the conclusion, like I have this whole conclusion, and this is the second time now I've said it, is that with the things I that really wind me up where where they're just not being done right. I have to actively force myself not to care about them Hashtag so I Lockie. don't have a meltdown. Which bit that you wind Doesn't me up Doesn't do stuff so right. Much. Yeah, you definitely wind me up. Um, but no, like, so there's been a few things where I'm like, if I even let my brain touch the edges of that, it's going to push me into a full meltdown and a mad rage. So the tree's one of them. So I was like, babe, do you maybe want to... You do it. You tell me where to put it. Except things. for when she asked you if you could, if she could put some tinsel on it. And you were like... Hell the fuck no. Ah, no. No. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Hey, talking on that, new, new Netflix show, because I know people hang out for our recommendations. We do have uh, some recommendation. Irreverent. It's a new Netflix show. I know we, we had a lot of them that have been Netflix recently, but it's a new Netflix show. It's Australian. It is very, very good. I'm enjoying it a lot. Don't not like not good as in. Um, you know, expect to have your life changed by it, but it's really easy watching. It's just easy going. It's funny. It's yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Um, nah, yeah. While we're on the topic, you know, mm -hmm. we've gone down that rabbit hole of just like yeah. a whole other topic. Mm -hmm. While we're on the subject of Netflix, yeah. Um, the Christmas movie showings are Christmas dreadful this year. Movie you've watched so far. The Lindsay Lohan one. Lindsay I Lohan. I hate to say it because we've watched some others that I had quite high hopes for. What did we watch last night? I can't even can't even remember. It was something to do with the dude that was apparently good looking by and his the, face just That is the basis of every Christmas movie. The dude is ridiculously good no, looking. No, he wasn't. And he's no. really not. No. And I wanted to punch his stupid face. They always save, face they always like like save the day. Formed. 
or do something relative to saving the he day. He was a private investigator. And then they end up just, you know. It was one of the weakest. What's the worst one so far? The worst one? The one I fell asleep to? Christmas at the Castle. That one with Brooke Shields and um, the doodly dude. Um, where they were at the castle and she was going to buy the castle and he was all angry about the castle, her buying the castle, that one. And he was a duke. In Scot- Scotland. Scottish. I, I think I fell asleep to it that one. It was dreadful. But, yeah, Actually, the I fell Lindsay Lohan one, because we're trying not to watch any we've watched before. So I fell asleep to two. What was the other weird oh, one I, I fell know. asleep They've to? They've all been a bit average. There was, oh, you fell, did you fall asleep to the, one, uh, the Christmas marriage in New York or something like that it was called, which is about a woman who's about to get married to a guy and then has like this whole run-in with a gay angel who just basically just kept gay saying... Angel. He just kept saying... Girl, and it was Girl. like the worst. No, it was I didn't. Like, do you know what? All gay people don't do that. I didn't because he made her relive her life in a and dream, then she was, and she married uh, her best married friend. Her best friend, so she was she lived her best lesbian life basically. And she got and it to... could have been so brilliant because it was like it could have been the best gay panto which the world needs, and right? It would have been amazing. But then they kept trying to be gritty, and then panto, Girl. and then like surreal, Girl. and then like, it was just annoying. Yeah. Hashtag angel. Mm. He was a good angel. He, yeah. he, did, he rocked it. He did not. He was annoying. Girl. Anyway, Girl. Um, but, yeah. I got Lindsay hit Lohan by a car one, and I've got no scratches. The Lindsay Lohan one. Um, it, it, was, it was bad, but it was so bad it was good. That was what I think about the Lindsay Lohan one, whereas the others have just been bad. They like, haven't been bad enough to be if good. If it snowed, if they set snakes on a plane in December... That would be a Christmas. That would they should know. have done See, that. Snakes on a plane that could have been a Christmas bad. movie. No, I'm talking like this was Sharknado kind of bad, where it's so terrible it's great. But Sharknado was amazing because it was terrible. Like all of those um, sci-fi, like from Sci-Fi Channel movies, like they're amazing. We've got How about to La stick Valanchula? together. That's one of my favorites. Oh no, that's an t- entirely different thing. Yeah, I know, but that's then it gets Deep eaten. Yeah. And he gets eaten. It's the greatest moment. That is the best moment in a movie ever, yes. What about you? Although it did look last night and the one that we were going to watch. Guardians of the Galaxy one was quite good as well. The ones we're going to watch, probably not tonight because we're doing this. Mm. Um, the next one we're going to watch, surprisingly, not surprisingly, features the two people from the movie we watched like a couple nights ago. Hang on a sec. So the one last night had the same two main characters in as the one before. Oh, no, no, and the, that's the next right. one. No, and the it's, trailer. And it's the, an- the trailer Angel, it. Angel Falls. Or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. They're all the same movie, just with slightly different outfits. With the same kind Mm. of plot line. Yeah. They have been disappointing. And I went on to the Disney, um, like we've got got the Disney subscription thing as well. Oh, you know where we haven't looked on is Amazon. We should have a look on Amazon um, because we've got uh, Prime uh, membership too. Um, But I went on Disney. We watched Guardians of the Galaxy on there. Nothing else was on there. Nothing. It was all terrible. Good for the kid. Like, there's movies she can watch. That's fine. Um, oh, we should have a look on Amazon. See, I keep thinking, should we get Stan again? Because Stan does have some really good stuff on. But then I'm like, we can't keep having this many subscriptions. Maybe we'll get rid of Disney. Problem is, I love Marvel. And they're all on Disney now. Well, there you go. You've mm. got a conundrum. Uh-huh. Um, hashtag Christmas. So I think Christmas is... Yes, What's your saying... favourite one? You haven't said yet what your favourite movie has been. Out of the ones that we've watched? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably the Lindsay one. 
There we go. They had some great moments of like terrible green screening. Oh, my favourite thing is in those movies is like, look, it's snowing, but it's only snowing over there. But yeah, the green screening where they have some just real terrible, um, you know, look, there's an avalanche. I don't even know what to do right now. Like this is just <laughs> annoying as shit. I think um, everybody else is going to love it. But, yeah, I find Christmas to be, like you said, it was tiring since the end of the year. I find it to be one of the most tiring and yet also um, heartwarming kind of moments just for these little minor things. We'll start with the tiring because you have to get up every morning to make sure that there's the advent calendar ready. Okay, so... This was going to be something I was going to talk about as well, not with the advent calendar thing, but about like that whole um, end of year thing for kids. And, you know, I think what's going to be tricky about this one is that people listening are going to be going, yeah, but all kids do that. I guess what I'd say to that is, yes, all kids do. But whenever anybody with ADHD is trying to describe their symptoms or a parent of a child with ADHD is trying to describe what their kid goes through, is the people they're trying to describe it to is like, yeah, but all people do that, whatever the symptom is that they're describing. And it's the same thing with this. But I heard a really good thing the other day where somebody said, yeah, but everybody has a sore arm every now and again. But if your arm is sore every hour of the day, you probably need to go and get that looked at. And it's probably more than just a sore arm. And so... I think if you imagine like with um, the ADHD and kids thing is that if there's a disappointment at Christmas where you're where a neurotypical child will be disappointed about something, an ADHD kid will feel like it's the end of the world. And, you know, like so the excitement I've seen our kid regularly go into and when she goes into overwhelm, um, she she blanks she goes completely like vague and she blanks out like she show you like that inattentive adhd kind of thing where somebody just spaces out completely she's been doing that a lot over the last probably week or so and she'll get like hyper 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 and space and it's like her brain needs to reset and it only lasts for maybe a minute Maybe less sometimes, but like she has to reset. She's been doing that a lot lately. So with the calendar, we should we should talk about how our generation, how we've made life really hard for ourselves. Because when we were kids, we might have had an advent calendar, but it would have been something that had a little window on the front. And if you were lucky and you were one of the rich kids, you had one with chocolate in it. I remember initially we had the ones without chocolate in them, but then we got the ones with chocolate in fairly, fairly quickly. Um, But parents didn't have to do shit with that. Like literally you get up in the morning and sometimes like as we got older, our having calendar was in our bedroom. But you get up in the morning and you come down, you find your own window, you open the bloody window and that's that. That's not the case anymore, right? Like we don't do Elf on the Shelf, thank God freaking Christ, we are not doing Elf on the Shelf. We did buy one. I bought one and then I killed it, I think, very, very quickly. Um, But I didn't buy the actual Elf Elf one. I bought a plastic thing that had a little box in it that we thought we could use as like, because she can't have dairy, we struggle with advent calendars. 
But what we have got, and it's actually one of my favourite Christmas family traditions that's been going for, what, six years now? Because it wasn't in the first year of her life because we, we got no, it. My mum bought it from the UK. one of the most fantastic presents ever bought but, by your mum mm. unless you have to pack it in a bloody suitcase Well, we didn't pack it in a suitcase. You. We put it in a well, box we and we had to put it on as... We home early. No, we, we, put it on, we put it on as excess baggage. Did we? Yeah. It was very light, but it was big and bulky. So we put a box. It was a big cardboard box. We had to go to the airport and book it in as excess baggage. I remember just the conversation we were going, how the and well, no, she bought us those big glasses at the home. same time, those big blue flipping massive giant vase and glasses. Vase glass thing. Yeah. Um, so we didn't bring those home, but we did bring no, this home. But it is it is a very beautiful little, little handcrafted a, thing. Yeah, it's like a hand carved. I'm just sorry, turning around to look at it. It's like a it looks like a um a winter scene. It's a wooden carved kind of advent calendar With that's little got drawers little drawers that pull out. Which is great because she's she's allergic to dairy, so she can't have your typical advent calendar. So we make her eat the wood from the trees, and it lights up. So you know, every morning the light comes on when the fairies wake up, and they they they're there. And there's a little present in one of those drawers for her as an advent calendar. So that's what we do, but it means that I really enjoy waking up early and making (laughs) it happen. I really do. Well, I've done it a few times as well. I really enjoy waking up early and getting We're it done. We're only on number 12 and I've done three or four as well. Have you already done it for tomorrow? No. It's 11. You know how I know? Oh, no, it's 12, but we're going to do the other book tomorrow. Because I've done them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I made the chocolates. I made vegan chocolates to go in them. So whatevs. I mean... It's not a competition. Making chocolate and melting down and putting it in another mould. And then having to chill them and then having to get them all out of the mould and make sure they're How stored did you chill them? They go in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I made those chocolates and chilled them all by my bare hands. Yeah, I did. With other little chocolate buds from a packet and put them in the fridge that's cold. Did you know that when you pop those Santas out... How do you know somebody who's not ever actually been involved in the process of something? Because they think it's really easy when it's not those moulds and getting the chocolate right so that you don't have all air bubbles in it and so that it actually fills the moulds properly is actually very What's wrong tricky. wrong with your face? You're wrong with my face. Do you know when you pop those Santas out, it kind of mm. looks like a skull when it's pushed it the other way? It looks mm-hmm. weird. Yep. That looks weird because it's like happy Santa on one side and then like weird... Skull face on the other. All right. Look, anyway, so I wanted to give some some kind of tips on on managing Christmas. But you, what were you about to say? You say I was going to say because you know um, another good one this uh, week that happened was go to Dobinson's on a Sunday. Kid gets sushi after swimming. What's Dobinson's? And I go to Dobinson's, which is a bakery, and I get a pie and a piccolo. I have been getting the child to order for me because it's a way of, I guess, trying to address and give her some confidence around talking to people, especially in those scenarios when you don't know them. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give her, you know, it's like that public public speaking confidence. However, she's just gone and befriended the entire staff of Dobinson's and they all love her and got her a little Christmas present and a card. Yeah, it was lovely. And it really just lovely. absolutely made my heart happy. Yeah. So love them and really appreciate it because they are not aware of 
the fact that she has ADHD and has trouble with certain scenarios. And social anxiety. And social anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes I feel like we're overstaying our welcome because when she tells a story, she tells a story. Oh, yeah, it's the story like, lasts a long it's time. It's like a long time yeah. just to say one part of it because she has got to set the scene. starts with her waking up just to get to the end of the story. Um, and, you know, they just give her time to talk her way through whatever she's doing. And I just, you know, shout out to them. They may never hear this, but really appreciate the fact that they allow her time. And I don't think they understand quite significant just impact they've had in her just being confident yep. in, in a different way. So I really do appreciate and love those guys there because, you know, she just adores yeah, them. it's really nice. Absolutely adores them. Yeah. So that was just a heart-happy moment. Cool. Trying to find the best ways to minimise some of the meltdowns, both for myself and also for small person, um, with, you know, the whole overwhelm that is present for everyone, but particularly present and exacerbated for neurodivergent kids and, and our kid with ADHD. So they're coming to the end of school knowing that she's going to be losing her teacher and we all know how much of an impact her teacher has had on her. I said to you earlier mm. that we lost our kid and her teacher she's had for term four, yeah. her year two teacher, got our kid back. Absolutely. And that's you can't put a price on that. Like yeah. bless her and her capabilities absolutely and just her genuineness for wanting to be involved yeah she brought our kid back and that you know and the fact that she just she didn't think every little thing was the end of the world like she was just like so when we had a bit of a bit of an incident last week where you know the kid helped herself to an extra few candy canes from another kid's bag it's not funny it was not okay she got pulled up on it the candy canes got returned um but when she did that, and I spoke to the teacher after, and I was like, you know, and I'm trying not to make a big deal out of it. All kids do. She was like, no, don't worry about it. She's like, and we haven't told the little kid, the other girl who, who that you know, that that it, what happened or anything. She doesn't need to know about it. It's just, it's fine. Don't, you know, let's not make a big deal. And I was like, I'm so glad you said that. I said, because, you know, previously the teacher was pulling her up in front of the whole class to make an example of her. I said, and that's what we were expecting. So it put my mind a lot at ease and I think it just really, she was like, oh, no, I don't do that. That's not okay. And so, you know, I think. It just goes, yeah. it goes to show it that. It goes to show the power of a good teacher. Helped her just redefine herself. Absolutely. And come back. And, and she is just a ball of fun now. She is. She's actually a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so all of that, that's all coming to an end and it is incredibly nerve-wracking wondering what teacher she's going to get next year. Um, and she thought she was going to go into year two with this same teacher. So that's kind of added to the stress because we've started prepping her early that that teacher's actually leaving the school and won't be with her next year. And that's fine. She's okay. And, and you know, in the lead up to Christmas, when we're tired and she's tired, there tends to be a lot more of no you know, like we're tending to be saying we've got a lot less patience. She's a lot more demanding because she's feeling emotional. She's she's tired as well. And so we're saying no a lot more. And so I think one of the tips for managing, and it's probably relevant to most families as well, but certainly for, uh, for, for parents of ADHD kids or if you have ADHD yourself, if you're finding yourself saying no a lot, really think about the things that you're saying no to and 
some of them you're going to have to keep saying no to. But like we had one today where she wanted a different backpack. It was the work of a minute to go upstairs because it was out of her reach. She couldn't get it. She didn't know where it was and get her the other backpack. But you were like, no, she can just have that one, which then went on for several minutes. And I was like, it's actually just easier for everybody. And she was getting so unhappy because, as we know, with ND kids, they have to have the right thing. If it's the wrong thing, like my hair extensions, it sets every cell in their body feels wrong. And so... Like, pick your battles, I think is what I... And, and it might be that some of those things that in the rest of the year, they are things you'll hold your ground on. It might be time to just let some of those things go. So that would be my first tip, I think, is, you know, really try to tame your expectations because there's more things happening. The routines are generally all out the window. So just really managing expectations, looking at what you're saying no to and seeing if we can say no a little bit less. And not necessarily saying yes. That's my second tip. I've been really trying to reframe how I say no. So instead of when she's like, mummy, can you do this thing? Mum, can you do this thing? Mum, I want to do this thing. Mum, can we do this? And I'm just like, oh, God, please leave me alone. Instead of saying no, not now, I'm saying we can have a little look at that tomorrow. Or let's have a think about that one later on or something. So I'm actually saying no. And I'm giving her the thing. I'm giving her a you know, like a, a much softer kind of response. And maybe later I'll feel like doing it when I really don't at the moment. Or maybe it's something that um, I won't. But at that point, you know, it might be a bit, you know, it might be another way that I'll be saying, okay, I'm really not feeling like it now, but can you maybe... So she does think, can you read this to me? And sometimes I'm like, please, no. She's then like, can I read it to you? And I'm like, yes, that would be lovely. Thanks. We've had that a lot as well. But yeah, that's my uh, my first, I guess, kind of one and two tips. Talking about Christmas and being a significant date that you remember, mm-hmm. how much are you loving thinking of a present for me? <laughs> Silence. Yep. That says it all. Yeah. Well, I said to you today, um, what I asked you today, and we've always like kind of been a bit critical of my family because my family all literally ring each other months in advance and they're like, right, what do you want to get? Oh, can you get me this or for Christmas? And I've always been like, what's the point in that? But to be honest, I think I've given up on trying to buy you things because I don't know, it's like it's a point of pride for you. And I can't even talk about it without getting rage, to be honest, where you're just like, I'm not going to say anything I want. And she must figure it out. And if she doesn't figure it out, it means she doesn't truly know me. And therefore, she doesn't truly love me. And therefore, I can hold the moral high ground. If you don't know me by now. It's because you never tell me who you are and you hold everything in and you're like a rock trying to get everything hey, out of. I am the rock. No. You. You are a rock. You made me Christmas. No. So you need to keep bringing it. No, you have to participate. (laughs) See, this is our life. It's like you need to make the things happen. Was there any more to your tip or that was it? No. Well, I I do have other tips that I wanted to share. It'll come around and I'll figure it out and I'll let you know. But at this point in time, I've still got to... What is the kid going to get you for Christmas? Whatever she wants. She's a no. kid. She can get me whatever she wants. No, because we don't buy just tat. Okay, that leads me into one of my other tips is you don't need to buy 
a shitload of presents for your kids. And, you know, again, when you've got ADHD, sometimes you have real difficulty curbing your spending and you get a little bit carried away and you forget the things you've already bought. But just look, you know, just like make a list, buy one or two presents. You know what? You know what everybody in this entire world needs less of is plastic fucking tat. Throw away packaging. Throwaway packaging, yes, but also plastic tat. So we buy a lot of books for people, which I know the kids don't always, not, most kids don't get as excited about that as um, as our kid does. But, you know, like the whole, the whole flipping, um, you know, plastic toys and stuff, the planet needs less of that, kids need less of that. You know, I, honestly, I think, yeah, you just buy don't... less stuff because then it's really overwhelming on Christmas Day. Have you seen the kids when they gather? Like our kid, Christmas Day, barely opens her presents because she gets so overwhelmed by there's it. No, there's just no winning besides your credit card. Like money doesn't buy happiness. It just <laughs> buys credit card debt. Mm. Merry Christmas. <laughs> now, I've... Uh... Come up with another ADHD hack. I've learned how you hack your executive dysfunction. So stay tuned for that one. Um, stay, I don't know why I'm saying stay tuned because I'm going to tell you it now. So I've figured out how you hack your executive dysfunction as a person with ADHD. What you do is you get up in the morning with a plan. You are going to plan that you are going to head out. You have a certain thing you need to do. You might be needing to go somewhere, but you're going to go and do something somewhere. Now, when you get up in the morning, what you want to do straight away is come downstairs and grab a coffee or a tea, whatever it is that you drink. Do not get dressed yet, okay? Don't brush your teeth. Maybe if you've got long hair, throw it up into a messy bun, like that type of thing. And then when you come downstairs to get your coffee, just quickly, um, while you're there, just quickly make a start on unloading the dishwasher or something like that. Um, making sure, as I say, you have not got dressed yet, you have not brushed your teeth, not brushed your hair, not done anything. You are literally just coming down to get a coffee. Now, while you're unloading the dishwasher, you're just going to realise that the washing needs putting on. And then you might just start some food prep as well, but you're not dressed yet and you have not brushed your teeth. Anyway, carry on in that vein and you will do as I did on Saturday and you'll get six hours in when you had planned to head out in the morning to go somewhere and do something quite quickly and get it out of the way. And your entire house will have been reorganised, you'll have done all the cleaning, you'll have done all of the food prep, you'll have done everything you've got, but you're still in your pyjamas, you haven't brushed your teeth. That's how you hack your executive dysfunction. That's how I've decided, that's how I figured it out. It's what you do. Leave you it for Saturday. Welcome. No, just don't get dressed and don't brush your teeth. As soon as you start doing those things, you feel like you're getting ready to go and do stuff. But how does if, that work? If, however, you just keep doing all the jobs. How does it work if someone makes the coffee for you, though? Anyway, You've after got our your exercise. Cranky pants yeah, on now. After our exercise call out last week, um, none other than Dr. Dye reached out. And also, we have another person as well who's reached out. Again, we don't do names on the pod. Um, and we all kind of joined and decided to go to the gym together. So uh, we'll keep you updated on how that's going. 
Uh, anybody else wants to come join us? Please do. I'm actually thinking of how we can do it with people across multiple locations. I do have ideas, but we don't have people in multiple locations yet. So I don't need to tell everybody those ideas. But if you are in another location, please feel free to reach out. Fthemfish at gmail.com. Also, come find us on socials. I have been intensely quiet still on socials. Um, i got three weeks off work coming up soon, so you might see some socials happening then. Um, but on all forms of social media, except for Twitter, even though we're there, I don't do anything on it. So F Them Fish, ADHD for Grown Ups on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, F Them Fish uh gmail at gmail.com is our email so please send us keep sending us your messages we absolutely love them i was thinking as well let us know what you think i was thinking about doing a bit of a questions from the listeners thing um actually i say i was i think it might have been your idea lucky i can't remember um but where we were going to read out some of your emails so if anybody wants to tell us there any stories if you have a bone to pick with somebody um you can send safe it into space, us. Send it into the safe space and we'll pick that bone yeah. for you. We'll read it out on your behalf. Um, if you have a story you want to share, it can be a funny story, it can be a sad story, it can be anything you want about your experiences with ADHD, please send it in to fmfish at gmail.com. That could be a fun episode. It actually could. And I was thinking we could potentially make it a bit of a regular thing. So, um, if yeah, please send them in. Uh, I have got a few already. Uh, I'm just getting in touch with people to see if they're happy for us to share those stories because they were sent to us and we uh you know we do take privacy very seriously as you know so send them in to us and we will read them out on your behalf and you can be anonymous so that is fine you just send them in and uh we will do them for you but um i think that's it for us Feliz Navidad. We are we we are probably going to take a bit of a break over the Christmas period, so please keep an ear out on or an eye out on the socials. We'll let you know when the next episode drops. Did I say next episode? Next episode. Don't we'll know. let you know when the next episode. So this one will be out on Wednesday, which is going to be, so it's currently Sunday the 11th, but this one will drop. It should be Wednesday the 14th. And then we will likely take a bit of a break and come back in January. But we will just let you know. Perhaps we might be having such a great time. We might just drop an episode. Yeah, we That's might per do normal. one. Well, we could always do a bit of a bonus episode, which is the listeners' questions. That could always be just an episode. So we may, uh, we may just do that, and there'll be little shorter episodes, and uh, we'll just do one or two questions from the listeners. Thank you all so much for joining us. It's been absolutely fabulous having you here. As always, we cannot tell you how much we do appreciate it. And also, please, um, we we do say it. We we are really hoping this little podcast can continue um, to grow. So please share us. Please like us. Please rate us wherever you listen to your podcast. It really does make a difference. I know it sounds really wanky, but it actually really does make a difference. And it makes a difference in um, forty in different countries. Ways, yeah. But it, people in those countries. We don't know people in those countries. They're, they're finding us because when you rate, when you share, when you listen, when you download, um, you know, I mean, if you have multiple platforms and you choose to download them on all of those different platforms, when you do those things, it means that when people in other countries search for podcasts, they get recommended this one. Oh, oh, that's what I forgot to say while we're here. Please keep sending me your Spotify wrapped. We've had quite a few of people's Spotify wrapped and we're in their top fives. And I love it. Love it. So good. 
<laughs> Thank you all so much. We absolutely love you and we will speak to you next time. Merry, 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 merry Christmas. Bye. Daranuna, Daranunawo, Yangu Nalamanyin, Dunimanyin, Nunawawari, Darawari Dindi, Wangara Lijinyin. This podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Nunawal and Yambri people, and we pay respect to Mother Earth, the footprints that came before us, the ones we follow now, and the footsteps that will guide us long into the future.